Hey there, welcome to this edition of The Shalene Show. My hopes is that this shows up in your inbox, in your notifications, and whatever your favorite podcasting listening app might be. I hope that it shows up on time. However, thanks for your patience if it doesn't, because I'm looking right now at the upload time and basically from the looks of the internet and the hotel that I'm at right now, it looks like this audio might upload like three days from now. So let's just keep our fingers crossed that it's Wednesday and you're listening to this episode. Okay, so what you're about to hear is a recap of basically everything that we did to prepare for this trip, including my to-do list, the things that we packed, the things I wish I had packed, the things I didn't need to pack, why it's important to have things to look forward to, why you shouldn't feel, I don't know, discouraged or unhappy. If this isn't something you can do right now, nonetheless, it's something I want you to make plans to do because there's nothing more powerful, nothing more motivating, nothing more inspirational, nothing more exciting than to have something to look forward to. And this is something Brett and I look forward to for years. I mean, I can't even tell you how many years we look forward to this. And tonight we were saying it was everything that we had hoped for and more. You know, sometimes when you plan something really big, like a wedding, I don't know, my wedding was amazing, but like, I don't know, they're just, you have these certain expectations and you're happy if it goes well, but rarely does it exceed your expectations. This exceeded our expectations in every single way. I wanted to listen to this episode. I wanted to make plans to travel yourself or just to do something that feels so far removed from where you are today. Because that's where we were when we started planning for this. And also, a couple of other things I want to mention. I recorded this so that it could also be a YouTube video. But by the time you're hearing this, the YouTube may or may not be up. I don't know. Go ahead and check our YouTube link. But for any of the products that I'm referencing, they will be linked in my Amazon favorites. All right. So check that out. If you need visual representations, you can find them there. You can also find them on my YouTube channel. P.S. If you do not like listening to ads, don't forget that you can always subscribe to my Patreon. The Patreon, not only do you get additional episodes, but you also get all of the regular episodes completely ad free. All right. Without further ado, welcome to this episode. Y'all, this was a bucket list month. Like I can't even begin. Well, I'm actually going to try to explain to you how incredible the last 30 days have been. My name is Shalene Johnson. Thank you so much for joining me here. So we just did 30 days, Brett and I, my husband, he's on a business call right now. This is our very last day. We're in Athens, Greece, and I just got so many cool questions. This is something that was on our bucket list since we got married. Well, not that early, but like for a very, very long time, this is on our bucket list. And I think that's one of the reasons why it was so special is we waited so long to do this. Not just that we waited, we couldn't afford to do it. Life didn't, you know, financially afford for us to do it. And life didn't afford for us to do it in terms of like our obligations. And when our kids were young, and I know some people travel with their kids and that's totally awesome, but our kids were always in competitive sports. So it felt like, and plus Brett was always coaching in my career. Like we just didn't travel. We really were homebodies. And I think it's really important, especially in a marriage, to have things that you can look forward to. 
especially if your kids are young and you're wondering like, what will we do when they're gone? Like, what will our lives look like? Start making plans. Start talking about the things you're looking forward to because part of the reason why these last 30 days were so magical is because we have been anticipating them for so many years. Now we've taken shorter vacations like two week vacations and 10 day vacations, but we've never spent 30 days traveling to a variety of countries. And that's what we did. So I'm going to break down for you how we prepared for this trip, like how we planned it, the thing, the mistakes that we made, the things we would do differently. I'm also going to tell you how I packed for it. I'm going to tell you about the things that I wish I had brought, the things that I brought that were like seriously lifesavers and I highly, highly recommend them. I'm going to tell you all the things and I'm going to answer a lot of the questions that I've been being asked while we're on this trip on my Instagram. So let me pull up my notes. So the first thing that I did, so the thing that was kind of like stress, not stressful for me, but like I was worried about was like, how do I pack for 30 days? Because I am notoriously the queen of overpacking. It's like a, a thing between Brett and I. I feel like He believes he's going to get to the airport and get some kind of special award for bringing the least amount of luggage. I'm like, dude, it's included in your ticket. Friggin' pack the bag. Dude, like, and your girl needs options. He likes for me to be dressed up like a lady. He loves shoes. He, you know, he loves that I dress up for him. And I'm like, yeah, that stuff takes space and I need options and I need tools tools. Like this isn't natural. This is a lot of work. There's nothing real here except for my personality. Like there's clips and tapes and makeup and smoke and mirrors. Like I am more maintenance than a highly groomed drag queen. I kid you not. So, and that requires equipment. And so I was a little freaked out, like 30 days, like how am I going to do this? Okay. So the very first thing I did is I created a note on my iPhone, just using the notes app kind of like a little, like almost a to-do list. So I started creating this list probably two or three weeks before we left, just so that I was thinking very intentionally, like, what do I need? Because typically when we're going to go on a vacation for like 10 days or even go away for the weekend, I am notorious for staying up through the night and then packing, like throwing way too much in my bag and then like coming home and having not worn like half of the things and, and just bringing so much because I haven't really thought it through and I'm afraid to not have something. And I'm like, I'm going to do this differently. I know he doesn't want me to pack like 17 bags. So I'm just going to bring, you know, I brought two big bags. He brought one big bag, but I'm going to explain why I had two in just a second. Okay. So I started making the list well in advance and I started thinking about like, what do I really need? What don't I need? And what things, like it's the things that I knew, because I'm like, you can always buy clothes, right? Or you can always rewear things or wash things. But like, there's certain things I wanted to make sure I didn't forget. And with my ADHD, I could too easily forget if I tried to rely on just my memory. So I started making the list well in advance. That's number one. Then I started reaching out to people who have done this kind of vacation and traveled And also who have like my level of maintenance, you know what I mean? Like I can't ask the gal who is so proud that she backpacked through Europe for 30 days and she just brought a carry on and like was able to make three outfits work. I ain't that girl. I don't want to know that tip. That's not the life I'm trying to live. That's not the vacation I want to have. God bless you. And I hope you won an award for that, but that's not me. I need like options. Okay. So what I heard from my higher maintenance friends is what to bring and what not to bring. And they were like, dresses 
thin, lightweight dresses, you're going to wear a ton of them. You don't need to bring your jeans. You don't need to bring 55 workout outfits. Bring two or three workout outfits, wash them in the sink. I did that. Great tip. Instead of bringing like four pairs of workout shoes, bring one pair. Okay, I did that. Don't bother bringing all of your heels because we are going through Europe and they're, they were honest and saying like, you won't be wearing any of your stilettos. Or, now, I did, I will say I did see sometimes women wearing like stilettos at nice restaurants and I'd be like, dang it. But when we did try to go out and I did bring like a couple of higher heels and higher wedges, it was like, okay, I'm going to end up in the ER. This is not a good idea. And we'll talk about shoes in just a minute. But what else? They they also told me to do this. They said, don't overpack, but do bring a disposable, not a disposable, like one of those cheap duffel bags. Just throw that in or even two of them so that you don't feel like, oh, we can't buy this because we don't have room to bring it back. Just buy some cheap duffel bags. Okay. I did that. And I'm going to tell you, I didn't need to do that. I thought I would do a lot more shopping than I did, but I live in Southern California. And you kind of not trying to be like, I don't know. It doesn't get much, in my opinion, it doesn't get much better than the shopping in Southern California. And a lot of the areas that we were staying in, things were so overpriced. And I'm like, I just, I can't bring myself to, and listen, I know not everyone has this kind of a budget. We do. And I'm not going to apologize for it because we worked really friggin' hard to, to be here and we help a lot of other people to do the same. Yeah, I can afford a $3,000 purse. I can afford a, a very expensive dress, but I'm like, do I care? Like, I don't know. There's something as I'm getting older or maybe I don't even know if it's older or because like when I first came into money, the very first thing I bought was the Louis Vuitton bag. And since then, like, I don't know, it bugs me when I watch like certain shows and they have like a collection of all their bags and all their shoes and all their like designer goods. I'm like, who cares? Like you're not, you're not wearing it anymore. That's last season. So we know you're just holding on to it so that it looks like you're flexing. You know what I mean? Like, why do you have a collection? Sell that stuff and donate the money. So that's what I do now. There's a few luxury items I love. Like I, you'll see in a lot of my videos, I'm wearing this beautiful Chanel, vintage Chanel necklace that my husband bought me and it was expensive. It was a surprise. And I freaking love that. And it's worth every single penny because I wear it constantly. And I always get tons of, it makes like, I can wear a $30 dress and then this very expensive for me, Chanel necklace. And it makes the whole thing look like an ensemble. You know what I mean? And so anyways, I just didn't buy a lot of things. So we didn't even end up using those extra duffel bags. Some other things that I didn't need were I brought a couple of my own purses. Why? I don't use purses at home. I don't. I don't carry a purse or a wallet because I will lose it. You know, I have one of those little wallets on my phone and I use that. So why was I thinking I'm going to come to Europe and like suddenly be a purse girl? I have ADHD. I can't be trusted with an extra item that I could eventually lose. You don't need to bring 30 days worth of like shampoo and stuff. Because you can buy that wherever you land, like just pack enough to get you through like, you know, a couple of days and then buy it wherever you are so that your bag doesn't weigh a million pounds and just enough to get you through. The other thing that I brought was my blow dryer from home. And I wish I hadn't done that because every hotel that we went to has a blow dryer and most of them do nowadays. Things I wish we had brought is one of those like portable battery packs for your phone And I know that seems weird because phones, the battery life now lasts so much longer, but we would be sometimes like away from our phones for so long 
And because of the cellular service, like the drain on the battery would be seriously intense. And so there are many times we're like, oh, we have to go back because we need to recharge. And so I wish I bought a portable charger. I also wish, and we will do this next time, is invest in one of those portable Wi-Fi devices that you can like carry with you everywhere because the amount of money we wasted on high-speed data charges blows my mind. Blows my mind. And we upgraded, you know, to the service with Verizon, et cetera. But it, like, if I felt like, is this a racket? Cause every single day, like around noon, it would be like, your data usage is done for the day. Text speed from, and we would like, we probably spent $20 each. I'm not joking. $20 each per day in extra data for our phone. So that was stupid. We would have saved a ton of money if we just bought one of those little portable Wi-Fi devices. You know what I'm talking about? I can't think of the name of any of them, but I've seen a bunch of people talk about them. And that is Kiage. So I will post up the one that I watched on TikTok and I'll, I'll post it right here. I personally don't have firsthand experience with it, but I've seen enough videos to know that I'm doing that next time. I'm really glad that we, oh, I wish I brought more swimming suits because I thought swimsuits, because swimsuits are one of those things, it's, they're kind of, for me anyways, you know, we all have a very particular body type and a very particular style. And so I, I loved all the suits that I brought, but I didn't bring very many because I thought I would just find so many in Europe and I just didn't. And plus I didn't, you know, who wants to just spend their time, I don't know, in a dressing room trying things on when there's so many cool things to be seeing, you know what I'm saying? So I wish I brought more bathing suits. I wish I brought more of our powdered and vitamin supplements. I brought enough to get through like the first 15 days. And then I just figured that we would find like a, a supplement store or a place to get my additional vitamins. And I, I just should have packed for 30 days because number one, it wasn't a priority. Couldn't find them. No, you know, language barriers. So I wish I'd done that. Some things that I did bring that I'm super, like the most useful things that I brought. Let me tell you my jump rope, because no matter where we were staying, if the workout room was crowded, or if I just wanted to get in a quick, like, you know, 20 minute workout, I could just jump rope. And I, I loved, I don't know, there was something about like keeping up with that habit while we're on vacation too. I have, okay, I know I said, I don't, I'm not like bougie and labely, etc. But here we go again. I'm contradicting myself. I bought this Louboutin scarf probably like five years ago. I'm telling you, this is one of those items that was a really, really smart purchase. I've used it like almost probably every week. And on this vacation, I used it every single day. And But I've used it like every single week for the last five years, this scarf. Okay, so it's cotton, I think. So I use it as a bathing suit cover-up. I use it as a shawl at night when we would go out wearing, you know, a dress. And the thing I love about this particular scarf, maybe you can find it on eBay or a knockoff of it or something. You don't even have to buy an LV one, but like a, a shawl like this is perfect because it has so many different colors. So it works whether you're wearing black or yellow or pastels, or it works with every single color. Also, I'm a diehard self-tanner. I don't tan my skin. I've had a bout with skin cancer in my 20s. And first of all, I'm Irish and Scottish, so my skin doesn't tan anyways, but I like to look tan. So I slather on the self-tanner and then, you know, and I, so I put, I did self-tanner before we left. I used fake bake. I'm sure it's not good ingredients, but that's what I used. There's a few other ones. I'll post the other healthier, more natural self-tanning brands that are decent. 
and they don't draw out your skin as much. I will say that, but they don't make you as tan. Okay. So I used that. But then once that wore off and I didn't have any, I only had like the, the healthy stuff that doesn't get you as tan. I started using, it's like a body makeup. It's like a body blur, if you will. And it's waterproof. Now I found a healthy version. I this is too much information, but I found a healthier version that I normally use, but the healthier version isn't waterproof. So I had to go back to the, it's definitely more toxic, the Sally Hansen version. And it's also like so much cheaper. I think it's like five bucks, but it matches my skin tone. It goes on so easy and it's freaking waterproof. So I couldn't like be going into the ocean and the pool and like having all my tan runoff, right? So that worked out beautifully. However, if you're wearing that, then you can't lay on anything white. And everything in Greece was white. Every towel in every hotel is white. So I used that scarf. I would lay the scarf down on top of my towel when we would go and lay out. And then I would use it as a sarong, as a bathing suit cover-up. I wore it over my head when we took a boat trip. I wore it over my shoulders if we went out someplace and it was cold. It was amazing. The other two most amazing ladies, most amazing finds are my two pairs of wedges. So this pair is made by Melissa. I think the color that I got is like beige, although they have a pink pair too, but they're waterproof. They are four-wheel drive wedges. Like you can wear these friggin' anywhere. Like I wore them in the airport. I walked, I mean, miles and miles and miles in these shoes. They're amazing. They're made by Melissa. They still make them. And then this pair of wedges from Amazon, I think they were like 25 bucks or something. And I talked about them so much on Instagram that I think the nude pair sold out, but there's a, maybe it's available in your size or whatever, but just these were super lightweight. They were super cheap. And because they're clear, they freaking go with everything. So I sure did buy another pair in gold and they should arrive at my home by the time I get home. So those were the things that I really thought were super useful. Also this universal charger. So this sucker is amazing because it has ports on the bottom for Bluetooth. It has ports for USB-C or USC, I think it's called a USB, whatever, like all the different ports. Plus it's a universal. I mean, it, it just, it, it's big, it's clumsy, but it's amazing. So I highly recommend that little piece too. Okay, so new habit alert. Now when I'm recording my podcast, that's what I'm using as my trigger to remind me to have my greens. So what I'm drinking right now contains ashwagandha, moringa, spirulina, chlorella, coconut water, wheatgrass, red beet, matcha green tea, turmeric, lemon, and prebiotic powder. There's no mess, there's no blending, there's no food processing. It's a powdered form, 100% organic. I put one scoop of Organifi Greens powder into a big glass of sparkling ice. I stir it up. It tastes so refreshing. I'm not going to lie. I had a packet of stevia because I like it super sweet. It's delicious. It's actually very refreshing. The superfoods that they pack into this drink are specifically designed to help you reduce your cortisol levels. Now, if you're stressed, you can improve your cortisol levels by having a green juice every day. The Organifi Greens drink is its very tasty. There is an acquired taste to it. It does have a little bit of a greens taste, a little bit of a minty taste. But if you don't love Organifi Greens, Try another one of Organifi's products. I drink Organifi Pure mixed with Organifi Immunity every morning in my water bottle. That's for my immune system and my brain health. And I'm now having a greens drink in the afternoon. I want you to try the amazing line of Organifi products. They're all 100% organic. They're my favorites. 
They're convenient. They're delicious. So check it out. You get 20% off when you go to Organifi, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash Shaleen. It's Organifi with an I dot com forward slash Shaleen for 20% off. Check out their line of products. And if you know that you could use more greens and you want a tasty, delicious alternative to pulling out the blender, try the Organifi Greens Juice. That's Organifi.com forward slash Shaleen. Okay, now let me tell you about some of the items that I bought that made travel a breeze. And I found these from watching other people's YouTube channels. So thank you to all the YouTubers who've made great travel accessory videos. These aerosol bottles are amazing. So, I mean, they're non-aerosol bottles. So I would take my lotions, my shampoos, my products, etc., and just fill them in these bottles. And the pump just lifts everything up without there having to be an aerosol. Love those. Saved a lot of weight, a lot of time. Plus they look really cute, I think. Okay, these hangers were the best thing I've ever heard somebody recommend. I, I'm sorry that I don't remember the YouTube video, uh, YouTuber who recommended these hangers, but ladies, especially if you, you know, you like to hang things. Like I can't stand being in a hotel where it's just like cluttered and I don't really like drawers for my clothes. I like to hang everything so I can see everything. And so I bought these hangers. They fold up super duper tiny and hotels never have enough hangers. They saved the day. They just made things so convenient and they were really cheap. Also, what I'm filming on right now is a Joby tripod stick that made filming videos with Brett and I super easy. We never had to have a photographer. People were always like, who are shooting your videos? I'm like, we were. And you know, you can just hold it out far away or I could set it up. So I would set up my camera and I would put it on 4K, the 4K video setting. And I'd say, honey, come here, come here, come here. And then we would just take a couple of quick poses in front of the camera. And then I would go back and I would just screenshot the photos. Now I know the photographers who are watching this are having a heart attack and they're like, what? That is so bad. Like the blurriest photos ever, like get a clue, but it works. And you know what? I really wanted to have the experience more than I wanted to like, I don't know, spend time like hooking up my Bluetooth and taking photos. I just, I just wanted it fast and easy. So everything we did was with this tripod that I'm filming on right now. These videos, people were like, are you spending all your time editing videos? I'm like, no. I downloaded the Video Leap app. I think you get the pro version and it's got templates. And I could literally just film like 10, 15 seconds of our day, different parts of our day, like 10, 15 seconds. You don't need to film for five minutes. Nobody wants to watch five minutes of your vacation. They just want to see like, okay, what'd you do today? You know, like quick, quick, quick. So I'd film just a couple of seconds, usually in slow-mo because you look cooler. And then at the end of the day, I would just open up the Video Leap and I would just tap a variety of those and it it would pop like literally less than five minutes to make these super cool videos. They have templates with the music already included and then the videos go to the beat. I mean, that made things so much easier. So I really recommend this. I think it's called a Joby joystick. What else? Portable hangers. Oh, these plastic bags, zipper bags. Instead of like bringing, here's Brett's attache bag. Okay. So Here's Brett's like attache bag, but you know, like they're always like a specific size and then they're like hard to pack. So I bought a ton of these and I will, I will link to them. These like clear bags. I bought like four or five of these and I just use them for everything for my toiletries, my makeup. And I just thought they were super duper convenient. So I highly recommend those. All the stuff is on Amazon and it will all be linked on my Amazon favorites. Okay. Now let's talk about where we went and what we did. In terms of planning this vacation, we knew we wanted to go to the south of France because that was the first place in Europe that we ever 
visited together. Well, we went to London first two years ago before the pandemic. And then we went to the south of France. And it was just such a romantic, magical experience for both of us that we couldn't wait to go back. I think that now that we're getting the hang of European travel, that we'll try not to repeat the same places. But I have to tell you, while my husband's not here, this man, he loves going back to the same restaurants. He loves going to places that he knows. And so that's, I'm okay with that. Like I, I know he loves that. And so I'm, I'm okay with that. Okay. So we went to France. We landed in Nice and then we stayed in Nice for a couple of nights, which by the way, freaking love Nice. And then we went to, I'm going to say all these things wrong. Can, cans, can, can, the can, can, they say it like can, can film festival, can, can, whatever. My French is horrible, but I try because I did take French in ninth grade. Anyways, that's another story. So we, we stayed in, in Cannes and we stayed at the Barriere Majestic, 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 Majestic. Yes. And that was amazing. It's kind of touristy. Loved it though. And we stayed in France, in the south of France for two weeks. We were in, in the Cannes area and then in Nice and Eve and, is it Eve? and Cap Ferrat, and I'm saying all these places wrong, and we went to Monaco. When we went to Monaco, eh, I don't know. We didn't really know what we were doing there, and so I can't say much about Monaco, but Nice, oh gosh, amazing. We stayed at this hotel. It's right here, the, the Royal Riviera. Oh my, I think this is probably the most romantic room I've ever been in in my entire life. I can't believe movies haven't been filmed in this room. It is, maybe some movies were filmed in that room. Boom, check a bow wow. It was very, very romantic. After that, we went to Sicily and I got to meet up with family that is stationed currently with NATO in Sicily. And there we stayed for four days. And I think that was probably our biggest mistake. I wish we had split things up a little better and that we had stayed in Taormino. As I say it, Taormino, Taormino. Tormina, Italy, which is in Sicily. I wish we had stayed there for at least a week. It was, I don't even know how to describe it. It was breathtakingly beautiful. You felt like you were in a movie. It just didn't feel real. We took these little Fiat cars and drove them through the cliff sides. We did boat tours. We had the most amazing food. Oh, by the way, Brett lost five pounds in France eating like his, I mean, eating everything you could ever possibly imagine. And he lost five pounds. And then we went to, cause it's like so fresh and clean and healthy and ugh. And then we went to Italy and in four days, Brett gained five, all the way back plus five pounds. So that means he gained like 10 pounds in four days because everything is like cheese and fried and bread and cheese and fried and breads and drinks and drinks. And I tried to just enjoy myself and not like be, you know, a glutton, but I don't weigh myself because like, why would I ruin my vacation? I look great. I feel great. So who cares? I'm not going to jump on a scale and then like be in a bad mood for the day. I don't understand people weigh themselves on vacation. Just don't go crazy. You know what I mean? Like enjoy the food. And I just feel like you get to eat so much more and Everything is so much healthier. I wish, I wish we had the same kind of ingredients in America. We just don't. Okay. So then from Italy, we went to Mykonos, Greece. So now I've got some things to say about Greece. Mykonos, I think is for Mykonos is incredibly expensive, insanely expensive, very, very touristy. 
it's a party island, and no one really told us that. Like, I watched a lot of TikToks and YouTubes, and people made it sound really romantic and beautiful, and I just think that Instagram and influencers, sometimes they try to make everything seem amazing instead of, like, really giving the honest truth. And it was amazing, but, like, we didn't meet one person, not even one, who was born and raised in Mykonos. Everyone was a transplant. Every person we ran into, every place we went to, every restaurant was just packed with all tourists. So in some regards, it felt a little too touristy. And the age range is very young and very single. So it's like, it's kind of like a bougie Las Vegas, bougie tropical. Like, I don't know what Ibiza is like, but I've watched movies on Ibiza and I feel like that's what like Ibiza would be like. Like there's a thumping music that's playing constantly, a constant soundtrack, which I loved. Like that was cool. Like just these cool remix summer vibe. Like that was amazing. And when I say it's playing everywhere, I mean, it's in the grocery store. It's in the nail salon. It's at the clubs. It's at the restaurants. It's friggin', it's in every single taxi you're in. Like this soundtrack, it's like, I don't know if they're all sharing the same soundtrack, but they're, when I say not just a soundtrack, there's a DJ at the supermarket. There's a DJ at the nail salon. There's a DJ friggin' at the coffee shop. Like there's DJs everywhere. That was super dope. So it made you kind of like feel like you just need to part like you're like, it's breakfast. Let's order a drink. Like, I mean, we didn't, but I always joke about, about people who day drink and I'm like, well, we probably shouldn't make so many judgy comments because when in Rome, like we had such a good time. We went to the beach clubs. We went to every single food restaurant you can imagine that was recommended. The scenery was amazing. But coming from Italy, coming from Terramina into Mykonos, I'm not going to lie, first couple of days, I was kind of like uh, a little bummed because it was missing that European authenticity that I was looking for. And it just felt like a kind of a massive hookup place. And I was, I was a little pouty, but also, you know, tried to just be like, okay, let's, when, you know, like, let's just buck up. And eventually after a couple of days, I was like, we just have to get, like, we just have to like, you know, ex- enjoy the experience. And that's what we did. We started, what you're supposed to do in Mykonos is party. All right, we're going to party. And like, I was dancing on tables. We were breaking plates everywhere we went. It was a party and it's like, you don't want to be a party pooper. So friggin' go for it. And we lived life. I have never seen my husband so happy in all my life. He was so happy. And it was like, I don't want to make you throw up in your mouth a little bit. Like, you know, you know, nobody wants to hear like, oh, how amazing people's relationships are. But like, that's pretty cool to be this connected, to be even more connected and more in love and more happy and to, to genuinely be You're happiest because you're seeing your partner so happy. That was amazing. We just, I mean, like last night when we knew it was our last night, we went and had like a a sunset cocktail and we both just looked at each other. Just both of us, our eyes just welled up with tears as we were kind of reflecting at how amazing these 30 days were. Okay. So anyways, Mykonos loved it, but everyone while we were there, kept saying, because we were like, we like it. Yeah. We didn't know it was a party scene, but like, yeah, we liked it. We're, we were hoping for something a little more romantic, but we like it. And everyone kept saying, all right, then you need to go to Paros. And it's spelled P-A-R-O-S. It's another island very close. And they said, it's going to be your vibe. They were so right. Okay. First of all, go there. If what I've described to you, you're like, yeah, I don't want this super young party touristy season. P.S. It's so freaking expensive. I know I already said that in Mykonos, but if so if you want like the beauty, but a little bit more authenticity, but you still like want 
places to go and you'd like to have a nail salon and you'd like, you know what I mean, people that speak English and you also want to spend a quarter of the price, plan your trip to Peros. It's going to be the next hot thing, but right now it is just the vibe. It was so romantic. It was so beautiful. We rented an ATV and Brett let me drive because, you know, your girl grew up driving motorcycles and we went like all over the islands and we went to like little villages where one of our taxi cab drivers had grown up and we went to like local restaurants and different little beaches. And it was, again, if there's anything we would have changed, we probably would have spent a week there. And we loved Mykonos, but we, I mean, we liked Mykonos. We were head over heels in love with Peros. And then we went to Santorini again. Felt very touristy. It's beautiful. It's incredibly busy. It's packed. It's breathtaking. It's a little less expensive than Mykonos, but still more expensive than Peros. It's something you have to do. You definitely have to go if you're there. But I personally, personally, if what I've described, Peros is the bomb. The bomb. Like, literally. <laughs> We're like, okay, a cocktail in Mykonos is like $25. A cocktail in Peros was like $11. You know, a beach club, like to rent a day bed in, at the beach in Mykonos could run you anywhere from 100 to 200 We even heard $2,000 at some of the beach clubs. Like, what? <laughs> okay. But in Peros, like you're having this beautiful beach bed for $40 for the entire day where they're serving you. They're bringing you waters, incredible view, music, towels. Like it's like, I don't know why there aren't more beach clubs in America. Cause that's a whole vibe. There's so much I still want to tell you, like how we planned it and how we knew where to go and how to do our flights, etc. But, you know, I know a lot of people make YouTube videos for like budget travel. This was not a budget travel kind of thing. This was a, we can't die with it, so let's friggin' spend it. And we did plenty of things that were, we could have done cheaper or smarter and saved ourselves some money. But, you know, our whole thing is convenience. Like we want convenience. We also want an experience. We don't want to be taken advantage of. Like, I don't want to just like, you know, spend money just to spend money. But it definitely wasn't a budget vacation and we were gone for 30 days. So a lot of people have said like, what did it cost? I, I feel, I, I don't feel comfortable saying that, but let's just say a lot and I don't care. I mean, if I died tomorrow, I feel so fulfilled. It was the trip of a lifetime for the two of us. And you know, we're on our last night and I'm like, how can we figure out how to do this again soon? <laughs> you know, both of our kids are getting married. And we have that coming up and we have, we have a lot of things coming up. We have a marketing event, but like, I just, we have both decided we're going to sit down and we want to do this a lot. I guess a side of me is also like, but if we did a lot, would it no longer be special? Like if we were just traveling the world for a couple of years, would it no longer be special? I don't know. I'll have to ask some people who have done that, but make a plan get excited about it, have something to look forward to. Like it's now I'm already looking forward to coming back. It was really that special. And there's definitely ways to do it less expensive than what we did. And you, and you don't have to do 30 days, but definitely plan on taking a trip, plan it, make it happen, make the plans financially. Like, you know, people were saying to me, like, I've, I've got a very specific amount of income that I make every week. I don't know how I'll ever be able to budget for this. 
Well, start a side hustle while you still have the blessing and support and safety net of what you're doing currently. Start a side hustle and use your side hustle money for just this kind of experience because um, let me tell you, it was so worth it. Thank you for listening. You know, by the way, if you go to my Instagram and look at my highlights, I did a little highlight for each of the areas that we stayed. So, and I did one for my tips too, travel tips. So go check that on my Instagram. Thank you for subscribing. Thanks for sharing this. And, and yeah, I appreciate you. Love you. Mean it. And I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed the show, please don't forget to make sure you're subscribed and following along. The Shaleen Show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and most every podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to leave a five-star review and tell us specifically what you enjoyed. The Shaleen Show was released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. For Tuesdays and Thursdays, be sure to follow and subscribe to Shaleen's other podcast, Build Your Tribe, which she co-hosts with her son, Brock Johnson. It's all about business and marketing, and it's devoted to helping you make more money and live more life. If you'd like more of Shaleen with more personal content, and I mean personal content, be sure to check out her Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Shaleen Show. Links to anything referenced in today's episode, as well as show sponsors and other podcasts, can be found below in our show notes.